You are listening to the Succession Link Get Connected podcast. Succession Link is the leading networking and communication platform connecting financial advisors, insurance agents, and CPAs who are interested in buying, selling, merging, and finding succession planning options for their practices. Please welcome the host of Get Connected and co-founder of Succession Link, Phil Flakes. Welcome back, and thanks again for joining episode number three of season number two of the Get Connected podcast. This is the show committed to helping financial professionals on their journey to buy, sell, merge, and network effectively with Succession Link. So in today's episode, we start things off with three new featured practice listings on the financial advisor side. Then we actually shift gears and kind of change format to air an interview that took place between Mercer Advisors and myself. For those of you who do not know Mercer, uh, Mercer is a large RIA uh, with a family office feel and focus. They have 24 offices across the country and collectively have over $10.7 billion in assets under management. $2.5 billion in assets has come by way of acquisitions within the last 12 months and three acquisitions to be specific. One of those acquisitions took place, was actually sourced and took place through the Succession Link platform. So again, a real treat and opportunity to hear from a large RIA that's had some success on the platform. And I believe the acquisition that took place through Succession Link uh, was just over $140 million in total assets. So uh, again, with the featured practice listings that we're going to go through today, uh, they are located in Idaho, coming in with $10 million in assets under management, Center City, California, with $30 million in assets under management, and then Lake Murray, Florida, with $10 million in assets under management. So let's just dive right into the first practice in Meridian, Idaho. So $10 million in assets under management with $150,000 in gross revenues. There are 167 clients in this practice. The average age is 50. And then the business mix breakdown is 60% commission to 40% of which is fee-based. Uh, this advisor has a number of things they're looking to accomplish uh, and actually puts them in the order of preference. So first and foremost, this advisor seeks to sell the book of business immediately. If that is not to happen, they are looking to transition through merger, succession, or continuity in a three-year period. Third option would be to network with an independent life insurance and or property casualty agency, an agent, and a CFP. The ideal candidate has a Series 7 and 65 and registered with insurance licenses with experience transitioning clients from commission to a fee-based business model. The candidate must have experience with non-ERISA 403B accounts and must have a relationship with Fidelity. The ideal candidate should also be located in Las Vegas or willing to open up an office in Las Vegas. For more on the business mix breakdown, looks like 37% is in managed money, 7% in mutual funds, 56% of the business is in annuities, and that is the uh, total makeup. So the custody and clearing platform uh, that's utilized in this practice is National Financial Services and Pershing. And then the mutual fund companies that are utilized in the practice are American Funds, BlackRock, Fidelity Funds, First Eagle Funds, 
Franklin Templeton, Invesco Funds, and Janus Capital Group. The insurance that is done inside of this practice is done with Pacific Life and Cincinnati Life. And then the variable annuities, which is another uh, fairly large portion of uh, the business, is done with Jackson National and Pacific Life. And the technology utilized in this practice is Riskalyze, Smarsh, and Market Pro. And so again, this practice has $10 million in assets and located in Idaho. The next practice coming to us from Center City, California with $30 million in assets, and the uh, total revenue is just over 250000 and the number of accounts is 50, and the average client age is 60. 100% of this business is fee-based. The advisor goes on to say that they seek to affiliate with another firm to gain tech support and access to client opportunities. The advisor can bring business and asset management to the firm, and the advisor seeks to affiliate right away. The ideal candidate would want to bring this advisor onto their management team, and the ideal candidate is credible and brings a sophisticated face to the marketplace. Advisor is interested in candidates who have a presence on the west side of Los Angeles or is looking to establish a presence again, on that west side of Los Angeles. For more on the business mix breakdown, again, it was 100% that is fee-based and 100% of this RIA is managed money. And it's actually allocations that are created uh, by the advisor looking to sell the business. Their clearing firm that they utilize now is Schwab. And some of the mutual funds that make up the allocations that uh, this advisor is creating are Schwab funds and Vanguard funds, to name a few. And then the CRM system is Microsoft Dynamics. And again, this is $30 million in assets under management in Center City, California. The third and final practice this week on the featured practice listings, again, is a practice out of Lake Murray, Florida, with over $10 million in assets under management. And the gross revenues are 112,000. The number of accounts, uh, there are 26 accounts that make up this practice, and the average client age is 60. Again, uh, another practice with 100% fee based business. And this is actually really interesting. So, this advisor seeks to merge with another firm or completely sell the book of business and retire. The interesting part here is the advisor seeks to succeed in the next five years. The ideal candidate should have experience with overseas asset management firms and UK financial planning products. The ideal candidate also has to have experience working with British expats and has experience working with asset managers based in Britain. This practice as well, 100% in managed money. And the clearing firms of choice uh, here looks to be Pershing and uh, Nedbank in Pershing. The third-party money managers, again, are three money managers that are overseas. And if you reach out to this practice, they would be more than willing to disclose who those managers are. And so, again, this practice is $10 million in assets under management located in Lake Murray, Florida. Now, again, each and every week we go through featured practice listings just to give you some sense of Again, what we're looking at and saying, hey, these practices are unique and perhaps maybe 
active listings that are in the community and that are looking to sell or find a successor or continuity partner fairly quickly. So again, if you have any questions on perhaps the process in terms of how to get in touch with any of these listings, you can certainly email our customer service team at info at successionlink.com or simply just logging into your account and using the live chat feature to get in touch with anybody on our customer service team. In the following interview, Phil Flakes, co-founder of SuccessionLink, interviews Vice Chairman Dave Barton and business analyst William Persian at Mercer Advisors. Hear firsthand on their experience using the SuccessionLink platform to acquire a financial advisory practice. And then I guess just generally speaking, how have things been for you on the site? Uh, we've been very pleased with the site. Traffic is uh, excellent. Participation, number of firms registered on the website. Website is very good, very robust. Been an excellent source for M&A activity for Mercer. Okay. And could you tell me, I guess, just a little bit about Mercer? Mercer is a RIA. It is a family office business model. That is, we don't uh, just do financial planning and investment management. We do and offer a number of family office services to include estate planning, asset protection, tax return preparation, corporate trustee, and of course, our certified financial planners are the quarterbacks um, of the financial planning relation with our clients, but we have expanded that out to include family office services, and we do all that for one low fee. We also are very aggressive in the mergers and acquisitions market. And we did a number of acquisitions last year, three to be exact, with uh, AUM totaling 2.5 billion in adding approximately 950 new clients through M&A. And we completely institutionalized the middle and back office functions of the RIA business. So we turnkey those operational matters. And when firms seek to join Mercer and we're acquiring smaller RIAs, they get to drop off all those operational headaches they hate. So back office functions, compliance, HR, legal, investment department, training, rebalancing, billing, accounting, you name it. Uh, We take all that over for them and they get to focus on what they do best, which is serving their clients. Great. Well, uh, congratulations for all that growth, obviously, uh, in the acquisitions that took place last year. Thank you. That's continued into this year, uh, Phil. And of course, one of those acquisitions was Wealth Design for uh, Services, a firm located in Rochester, New York, which came from SuccessionLink. Very successful acquisition for us and and a great win for Steve Schwartz, the founder of Wealth Design Services and his team. Uh, if we could focus then on that recent acquisition of Wealth Design Services. So could you walk me through maybe the first couple of months on the site when you first had a conversation with Wealth Design Services and maybe, again, starting with interaction on the site and then where it went from there? Well, I'll turn that portion of the question over to William Persian, who's our business analyst. And he partners with me on mergers and acquisitions, and he really does use the Succession Link website quite extensively, comprehensively. Great. Yeah. So, you know, back in March of 2017 is when we actually first made contact with Stephen Schwartz. Typically, when we were going on the website, you know, we're obviously focusing on a geographical area that makes sense for us. And so, you know, we actually looked into the Rochester area and we went ahead and Stephen wasn't exactly, you know, he wasn't exactly interested in selling at first. And so, 
know, by the first couple of conversations after kind of explaining the benefits of Mercer, he clearly had some internal problems that he definitely needed help with. And so we were able to kind of show him the cost benefits of going ahead and actually making him move over to the Mercer. And, you know, ever since then, you know, it's the whole process itself, we just closed on it as of uh, last week. And so the whole process would go five, six months, and we were able to kind of make it all happen. I think one of the things that, that we find quite attractive still regarding um, Succession Link is not only the large pipeline potential M&A targets, buyers and sellers on that website, but the numerous filters you can apply to search applicable criteria that you're interested in as, in our case, a buyer. So as William was stating, we could look at a particular city that we're interested in opening up a new office and look for someone who might be seeking to sell their practice in that same area. We can also look at characteristics like of a particular firm regarding investment philosophy. Are they fee only? Are they a planning firm? And other things that allow us to narrow our search and find the firm that best fits our M&A profile. Gotcha. Okay. And William, I think I heard you mention at the beginning that uh, Wealth Design Services wasn't exactly looking to outright sell the business. Right. And so, yeah, when we go to their profile, you know, he had put that, you know, he was interested in merging or, you know, possibly buying a practice. And so obviously with that filter, and I, you know, I've spoken with many other firms in the same kind of, you know, mentality, they're not interested in selling, but it doesn't hurt to have a conversation, especially, you know, with the number of profiles on Succession League. I've had many numerous conversations where, you know, they may not have panned out or, you know, we found out that maybe long-term wasn't going to be a great fit. But with, you know, all the firms on here, it doesn't hurt to kind of educate yourself and uh, do a little research and kind of continue conversations. Gotcha. Okay. And then, David, you mentioned that Rochester was of interest for the firm. Uh, How receptive was Steve to the first conversation. And to give some context, we have calls from time to time with folks that are in the marketplace that say, hey, if I'm looking to sell or merge, I'm not going to entertain conversations from firms that are outside my geographic area. Did the conversation start that way on this particular acquisition? Or did you get the sense that Steve was open to acquirers or at least conversations from firms that were outside of his geographic area? That's a good question. Um, Of course, I've had probably a hundred conversations uh, during the, the process of our negotiation and completing this this transaction. To begin with, Steve was really more interested in understanding what the Mercer opportunity was, understanding our business model, what was our philosophy, investment philosophy, and how do we grow, how do we service our clients. So it was really more a conversation about Mercer and learning more about Mercer, which I totally understand. And then once he learned more about Mercer, and as Billy alluded to, he really became interested in joining Mercer as opposed to, hey, I'm looking to you know merge my firm or buy another firm. It became much more of a stale call. That is, I'm looking to succession out, remain an employee, continue to service my clients, but sell my practice to Mercer. Gotcha. Okay. What was maybe the biggest surprise for you throughout the process? You know, there were really no surprises in my conversation with Stephen, other than he built a very successful practice. He focused not only on financial planning, but had a robust tax practice, which was keenly of interest to me. With regard to use of the website, I'll defer to Billy on that. You know, yeah, there, you know, like I had mentioned earlier, there wasn't too many surprises. There, obviously, you know, like I had said before, that the whole, you know, Stephen wasn't actually looking to sell. You know, that was kind of a shocker after having multiple conversations and, you know, saying that he generally had interest in selling. 
I would probably say that was probably the only big surprise that that came out of that. But other than that, everything was, you know, straightforward and, you know, it was a great conversation throughout the entire process. Gotcha. Okay. I think the reason we're so successful in acquiring smaller RIAs is we understand their value. And your website, SuccessionLink, helps define that value for us helps us laser target our, our search. And then it's really a meeting of the minds and meeting of like-minded people when we get on the phone with them and begin, you know, talking with them. And so your service provides a very helpful nexus between good buyers who pay uh, really at the high end of the range for these smaller RIAs because they're worth more in our hands than in other people's hands. Your service allows us to create a win-win scenario for both the buyer and the seller. Great. Okay. And that's certainly uh, great for us to hear. What did maybe some of the other interactions look like on the site? We uh, have had a great deal of success with SuccessionLink, and we are in negotiations with several parties who are participants on your website. We are under confidentiality agreements with those firms, so I can't identify who they are. But I can tell you that it's a number of firms. It's not one. And those negotiations are advancing quite nicely. Great. Great. So yeah, at this point, I usually like to kind of shift gears and ask if there's any advice that you would give to prospective members of Succession Link to maybe better prepare them to have a better experience on the site? For the buyer community, it's extremely important that you articulate your value proposition. Why are you different than any other buyer? Why should the seller sell to you? So it's important that the buyers understand their value proposition, communicate it correctly, and can show the sellers and demonstrate for the sellers and actually deliver on their promises. Mercer delivers on their promises. We're not an empty suit. Every um, deal that we've done, the sellers are typically talking with more than three parties. And so you are in a competitive auction process. So that's why your value proposition needs to speak for itself. And it can't be a story. It has to be real. Because guess what? The buyers are going to check you out. They're going to do their reverse due diligence on you, and they should. Makes sense. Okay. Um, And then a final kind of formal question for the podcast, and be honest, what could we do better here at Succession Link to make a better experience for you as a member? You guys do a fantastic job, and I'm not just blowing smoke here. You guys really provide a very valuable service to buyers and sellers. My my (laughs) request Selfishly would be expand your 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 pipeline, get even more people interested, do more digital marketing, do more things to get your story out, like this podcast, because you guys do provide value, and it's a very necessary service in today's consolidating market. And so, the CFP industry that grew up in the '70s is now retiring in this decade. So they need a service like this to help them transition and succession plan their business to someone that will take care of their clients, take care of them, create economic freedom for them, but then also provide continuity for the clients that the seller is servicing today. So just get more clients, guys. All right. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to give some feedback, um, and we appreciate your partnership. 
And uh, congratulations again on all the success that you're having on the site. Well, thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure talking with you today. That's been great. Thanks for taking the time out today, Phil. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Big thanks to both David and William over at Mercer Advisors for taking the time to share their experience. And again, congrats on all their success. And also thanks to all the podcast listeners uh, for joining again, episode number three in our second season. If there's anything else we can do to improve the podcast show, please let us know. Don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks again for joining and see you next time on Get Connected.